Coming up on Transformers University, the single most important episode of the Headmaster's cartoon. But for all the wrong reasons, right now on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Brucalli, owner-operator of Madman behind TFU.info, the website, the Toy Archive, TFU News and Views podcast, this podcast, and oh so much more. I want to welcome you to episode number 133 of Transformers University. Now, this one is one of those rare times where we dedicate an entire show to a single episode. In fact, it's so rare, I don't think we've ever done it on Transformers University before. Uh, landmark moments in the series usually have... Uh, multi-part pieces of fiction such as the original three-part pilot uh, which we did back in episode five or the two parts of the return of optimus prime which we did back in episode 100 and then sometimes we do multi-episode pieces on one thing like our coverage for transformers the movie uh, which i spread over episodes 50 through 52 plus plenty of additional episodes later on including one about the soundtrack and one about the score but today today's Featured episode holds a special place in Transformers fans' hearts. Well, some fans. Uh, either you love this episode or you hate it. Uh, I rarely find people who sit in between. Uh, you may not have even heard of this episode before. Uh, I had not heard of this one until uh, a fateful official Transformers convention one year where my friend Jen, who you may know them, they've been on uh, this show before. Uh, they're on Stasis Pod podcast, among others. And uh, there was this VHS tape that Jen had brought uh, to the convention and had some Headmasters dubs on it, the Omni dubs, the ones we talk about on this show. And in fact, prior to returning to watch Headmasters for this podcast, it was really my only exposure to the Headmasters cartoon series. Particularly, it was the Omni dub of this one episode, uh, which is more important. The dub is more important than the story within in a lot of ways. And that's what makes it so important. The episode birthed several long-standing Transformers fan memes, uh, ones I and other podcasts quote regularly to this day. And so now I get to share all of that with you, my dear students. This episode is entitled, I Risk My Life for Earth, and we're going to dive into it right after this. Hey, want to help out this podcast or the website tfu.info? There's a number of ways you can do it. Let me tell you how. You can help us directly by joining our Patreon and enrolling as a student at Transformers University. There, you'll get early access to the podcast as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes peaks and perks for as little as $1 a month. Sign up is quick and easy. Just swing on by to www.patreon.com slash tfuinfo. Another way you can help us is by using our Amazon link, www.tfu.info slash Amazon. Type that into your browser whenever you want to shop at Amazon and a portion of what you spend will be contributed back to us. It's that easy. Finally, you don't become the world's longest running transforming toy archive without some help from other fans. We're always on the hunt for photos of figures and accessories we're missing from our pages. If you'd like to contribute, go to tfu.info slash help for a list of what we need or send an email to info at tfu.info. tfu.info, the alpha trion and omega prime of transforming toys. Now, back to the show. And on we go. On this journey, Transformers Headmasters, episode 26, originally aired February 5th, 1988. The title, I Risk My Life for Earth, which is correctly translated on the Shop Factory DVDs, but of course, Omni Productions had their own ideas. Life. 
can be sacrificed for peace on earth. Alrighty, we're off to a great start with the dub, and we begin with Scorponok taking over as Decepticon leader. And he has plans. We have to avenge the great Lord Galvatron's death. He gave up his life during our last battle with the Autobots. All those who are responsible for his death must be killed. And his plans are even bigger than that. We're going to be masters of the universe. I'm Lord of the Dark Forces. He said to a smattering of applause. So then Counterpunch leaves the Decepticons all hands meeting and goes out to inform the Autobots. Uh, He even transforms into Punch while still on the Decepticon base, which is odd. Uh, The Autobots then learn of Scorponok's plan while Highbrow continues to crush some code. Back at the Decepticon base, Scorponok informs Sixshot of Ultra Magnus' death, which is kind of weird because Sixshot was there. Because Sixshot is the one who killed him. He sends Sixshot to Earth. Uh, and then he orders the Decepticon murder squad to continue their plans for the Pacific Ocean. Why? Well, let's head to Exposition Base to find out. The Autobots decide to send Chrome Dome and Spike to Earth for the Earth Summit. Uh, The topic of the summit is the Ring of Fire in the Pacific Ocean, and so we get a geology lesson. The Earth is like a hard-boiled egg. With its outer layer is the shell. This is the thinnest part. Then there is the egg white, and the yolk represents the center of the earth, hot, red, and boiling. The topic of the meeting is the morphic rocks, which lie in the second layer of the earth, the egg white. The morphic rocks can cause the volcanoes to erupt. The aim of the meeting is to avoid these eruptions. Another reason Sparkle has attended the meeting is he's found out the Decepticons often attack these regions. The earth is like a hard-boiled egg, and snow is on the earth is like salt, and outer space is the water in which it boils. On Earth, Spike reveals that he thinks the Decepticons are looking for the thinnest layer of crust. Just then, Trypticon attacks the base containing Chrome Dome and Spike. Metroplex arrives for the sexiest fight scene in Transformers history. Here, you come here. Come on, fight me. And then, Sixshot arrives with a message for Chrome Dome. You're dead. Not likely. Chrome Dome, I'm gonna send you to hell. No way! Yes, way. No way. Yes, way. Chrome Dome then loses the fight to Sixshot. And uh, Metroplex fires back at him, but it's attacked from behind by Trypticon. Spike tries to help and is hit by a laser blast and the Autobots counterattack and the Decepticons flee. But as for Spike, a.k.a. Sparkle, in the dubs. Sparkle was hurt during the battle, so he was transported back to Sydney immediately. Outside Medbay, Chrome Dome is sorry, but Wheelie is having none of it. I'm sorry that Sparkle has been hurt. It, it was all my fault, Danny. Don't blame yourself, Chrome Dome. But it is your fault, Chrome Dome. You shouldn't have let Sparkle join in the fight. You should have known that yourself. You're right, Wheelie. It was all my fault. It's too late for apologies. Wheelie, you can't blame Chrome Dome. But, but... Now, there are two great moments in this section. One is something you may have heard me refer to before, Goth Wheelie. Uh, That term is born of Wheelie saying uh, it's too late for apologies and basically being a very hormonal teenager. Uh, The second moment in that scene um, that comes at the back end 
of the segment is when Highbrow tells Willie that he can't blame Chromedome. And Willie basically is like, but, but, in in a way that he's like, but, but, I want to. And uh, the two together uh, combine basically for for goth Wheelie and, and Wheelie's portrayal really throughout Headmasters. Now we find out Spike is in critical condition and Chromedome continues to beat himself up and his own teammates. Commander, I am to be blamed for what happened. But you are much too slow in your attacking tactics, Commander. Yeah, if you weren't so slow, Spike wouldn't have been shot. Chromedome has a new plan. Destroy all Decepticons. Right this minute. Hardhead tries to stop him in a scene that looks, well... I'll make that into a GIF and post it to socials, I promise. Uh, Fortress uh, believes Scorponok is planning to blow up the Earth. However, Highbrow thinks of something a bit more reasonable. I think they're planning to turn the Earth into a sun, Commander. Uh, turn it into a sun, Highbrow? How on Earth do you do that? Uh, the Decepticons are looking for an area in the Pacific Ocean where they can plant an atomic bomb in the volcanic areas, you see. It'll cause a flow of volcanic lava, causing the Earth to heat up like the sun. See what I mean? Yeah, you know, that makes that makes sense because the Decepticons have never blown up a planet before. We should take refuge on Mars. Oh, yeah, right. Crap. Uh, okay, let's head to Cybertron and find... Uh, oh, man. Anyway, a report comes in about a Decepticon attack. Chrome Dome is ordered to stay at the base, and the narrator takes it away. Brainstorm and his men then headed for Earth on the robot train. Meanwhile, Sparkle... Father! Father! Benny, I'm proud of you, my son. You show me how strong you are. Father! Danny, listen... If anything ever happens to me, you'll have to be strong, you hear? Father, you'll be okay, I'm sure. You'll have to be strong. For me, Mother, and people on Earth, you'll fight the Decepticons. Okay? Father! Danny, boys can cry, but not out loud. Men don't cry, they only get stronger. Father! Come on now, brave men don't cry, you know. Don't, don't. Father, how do you feel? Father! I'm all right. I won't die that easily. Father, please hold on, Father! All right, let's unpack that. Boys can cry, but not out loud. Men don't cry. They only get stronger. Words to live by, Danny? Uh, This is one of the most important memes in the series because of how bizarre and nonsensical that entire statement feels. Uh, so it, you may hear myself quoted. I know Brian Kilby of, of Radio Free Cybertron says it a lot. Uh, so yeah, if you've heard that phrase before, now you know where it comes from. And please feel free to use it in your day to day. On Earth, the Headmaster, Autobots, and Decepticons fight, and Raiden fights Predaking. The Autobots overall are losing as Scorponok watches on a screen. <laughs> What's happened to the headmasters? Can't they fight without Chrome Dome? Fortress Maximus has come himself. Oh, really? Fortress will need to use his superpower to heal Spike, but in doing so, he will lose too much power and not be able to enlarge himself to become Fortress Maximus. They see Scorponok headed towards Earth, and Fortress uses his power to cure Spike and dissolve the debris that's leaning up against one of his nerves. As Fort Max makes his way to Earth, the Autobots are still losing. Chrome Dome decides maybe it's time to review Highbrow's research and figure out what Scorponok's weakness is. And he finds a note from Highbrow. I believe that 
Scorponok's weakness must have something to do with the place where he sits, because it's connected to the control systems. This is just my theory, as we've run out of ideas now. So Scorponok's weakness is his butt? And back on Earth? Fortress Maximus is unable to enlarge because he has used up his powers to operate on Spock. Oh boy. I believe there's a little blue pill for that, Fortress Maximus. In the meantime, Fort Max cannot convert, and Scorponok is throwing his base mode around like a toy. Fortress Maximus, prepare for your death today. You're gonna die. I, Fortress Maximus, being of sound mind and body, hereby bequeath my worldly possessions to the following. Sabri Rose, my headmaster partner, I leave my complete set of Columbo DVDs. Please watch them, and I apologize for the scratch on the first disc of season two. To Gasket and Gromit, I leave my Megadeth collection. Be excellent to each other. And to Spike, the head of my head, I leave you my pet parrot. It talks a lot. Scorponok then throws uh, Fortress Maximus in base mode uh, down a ravine. The Autobot headmasters join the fight, and elsewhere, Chrome Dome, Wheelie, and Daniel figure out Scorponok's elusive multi-episode mystery of his weakness. Scorponok's weakness! That's it! I found it! It's the Decepticon symbol on his chest! Wait, that's it? It's been the center of his chest the entire time? Seems like a terrible spot for weakness. Chrome Dome then leaves Exposition Base for Earth. Scorponok throws Fort Max into lava just as Chrome Dome arrives. Somehow, the lava energizes Fortress Maximus, and he transforms into his robot mode. Chrome Dome shares his earth-shattering intel. Commander, his weak point is the symbol on his chest. What's that? Darn it. How did he find out? Right. Get you. Fire! Darn it! Just then, Fort Max and Scorponok fight, wherein Scorponok gets stabbed in the center of the chest. Of course! Why didn't we do that at the beginning? This causes him to flee the lava and fly into space. The Autobots then return to exposition base aboard Fortress Maximus, and once again, the narrator takes over. At last, the battle is over. It's a miracle that Fortress Maximus survived. But will Scorponok return? Of course he will. And will Ant return to talk about this episode and what's ahead? Of course he will. Thanks for listening to the show. Stick around to hear what's coming up next episode. But first, I want to fill you in on a few ways you can stay in touch with the show. Want to be on the show? Leave us a voicemail at 702-763-4838. That's 702-POD-4TFU. Or send an email to info at tfu.info. Be sure to catch us on Twitter at TFU underscore info and on Facebook and Instagram under the username TFU info, all one word. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TFU info, where we post all of our podcasts plus special video segments, reviews, and live coverage of Transformers-related events such as New York Toy Fair and New York Comic Con. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.tfu.info, the world's longest-running transforming toy archive. So there you have it. 
all of the memes you didn't get before. Now I hope you do. And in the bigger picture, this is a very important episode for the Headmasters series. This wraps up the second major story arc of the series and sends us speeding towards the remainder of the show. It also wraps up the major plot point of Scorponok's weakness, one we've been tracking since we saw the return of the Beast Former several episodes back. And with Galvatron and Ultra Magnus now joining the ranks of the dead, along with Convoy, and Rodimus off touring the stars, uh, this opens up uh, a chance to meet a few more new characters as we head to the end of the series. So what lies ahead? Honestly, I, I don't know. I've never watched all of Headmasters, but I'm glad you're joining me for this ride through the Transformers history, and I look forward to experiencing it with you. Now, I do know what's ahead for the show in our next episode. I'm going to take a break from Japan and head to South America to talk about a strange rarity from 1988. So until that time, please make sure you check out TFU on all your favorite social media platforms. We are uh, at TFU underscore info on Twitter. Yes, that's the name. And we are TFU info, all one word, just about everywhere else. You can catch us on Facebook, Threads, Instagram, Blue Sky, which is where I've been finding myself uh, more uh, more often lately uh, than not. Mastodon, TikTok, YouTube, and of course on the web at www.tfu.info, home of the world's longest running transforming toy archive. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Brucali, owner, operator, madman behind tfu.info. See ya.